Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. That in breaking news, again, Andrew Harris and Darvin Adams ruled out for the week one game for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bombers rule out former Great Cup MVP versus Ticats due to calf injury, so they've both been ruled out for week one. Not a good start to the week for Winnipeg. So that's what we love about daytime sports talk. i got to be honest with you. Yes, I used to watch SportsCenter 12 times in a row in the morning, but why would you now when you got this? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, Yes, sir. It is hour two. We call it the second half kickoff. And we're very excited to have you here in the bunker. we got the Hall of Famer, Nick Lewis, with us. Opening day in the Canadian Football League. It is the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers tonight. Hour two, all of hour two, is presented by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. So obviously we're talking a lot of CFL football, but whatever you'd like to discuss, fired our way uh, in the live streaming section if you're watching on Facebook and YouTube, or you can text us on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tom Mobility dealer. There's a few things going on uh, before I go any further Yeah, we got all the CFL audience today. It's the only daytime sports talk show talking Canadian Football League ball in this country. But there are a few other things going on that I want to mention. You need to know that the Canada-Sweden women's soccer gold medal game has been moved from Thursday night to Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. So they can play at night so it's not so hot there. Canada versus Sweden for gold. Um, L.A. Dodgers signed Cole Hamels today. Just wanted to put that out there. One year, $3.05 million. So the Dodgers are going for the repeat. And hey, there's a little football game in Canton, Ohio tonight. You might have heard. Dallas Cowboys going to have our way with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first NFL preseason game. Nick Lewis knows what's up. He's a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yes, indeed. Lifelong. So let's just spend a minute on that for a second. One of my board members is going to that game. Is that right? She messaged me last night, Dr. Jen Welter, and said she's heading to Canton, Ohio. For the game. That's so a bucket list great. thing right there. Wouldn't you yeah. say? The Hall of Fame game? You know game? what? The Hall of Fame game, um, I think going to a game and when they do the games over in Europe as well, that, that'd be uh, something to go to see as well. So mm-hmm. just a different atmosphere. You know, they love soccer so much that it's just a total different crowd base. Like you go to a soccer game, they hardly ever sit down. You right. have the one section that's standing up, chanting and cheering the whole time. I just think that every CFL stadium should have like a soccer stadium feel section. Oh boy. And that's why we can <laughs> that's why we can get right into this. Boy, you got a lot of fans, Nick. A lot of people uh checking in about Nick Lewis. Obviously he's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, a lot of talk about Cody Fajardo, the starting quarterback for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the pressure that's on him. What did the general manager say on I think it was Monday? Jeremy O'Day, the GM of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, saying, we want Cody to know the weight of the world is not on his shoulders. And I was like, when I read that, I'm, what? (laughs) He's in Saskatchewan. (laughs) Right. He's starting quarterback of one of the marquee franchises on the continent. Yes, the weight of the world is on his shoulders. Jordan Love probably paid (laughs) Aaron Rodgers to come back. Like, come on, we can't. You're... Wait a sec. First of all, I'd understand that if if Cody was starting for Toronto or for somebody else, but he's starting for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We understand that the weight of the world is on your shoulders. 
right? There's been an expectation over the last 15 years set that we're going to contend, and if we're not, you're going to hear about it. I mean, fans are pretty publicly um, known to voice their opinion to the players or about the players if they're not performing up to par. So that's a part of it, right? So uh, you can't protect Cody from that. You can just hope he can go out and do it. And, um, you know, I've seen what I see. You know, everybody talks about Jason Moss. I love Jason Moss. He's great OC. But when he went from Mike Riley to Trevor Harris, Trevor Harris struggled a little bit, right? He threw the ball down the field more than he used to, right? So we'll see what happens if, if Moss learned from that. Um, and works different with Cody, or if he tries to make Cody push the ball down the field a little bit more and see what's going to happen. So, dude, it's the great unknown. And that begins tonight. There's so many (laughs) unknowns. I mean, Winnipeg, Buck Pierce, uh, Ottawa, Paul Law Police. I mean, where is there any kind of consistency with what we last seen in 2019? More stress on the defensive coaches or the offensive coaches? Offense. Is that right, huh? It takes one person on defense to save a play. It takes one person to screw up a play on offense, right? <laughs> so one person does something wrong on offense, the whole play looks like crap. Everybody's calling for your job. So we're, we're going to see this happen. You know, with, with coaching, uh, cutting from 11 coaches down even further now, yeah. all of this plays a huge factor in what happens in the, in the progression of football. So um, we'll see how this all plays out, but – I tell you what, I'm going to tune in. Uh, I know you're going to tune in, and it's going to be exciting, right? When people run on the field tonight, it's going to be an awesome Ooh, feeling. Yeah, I think the commission will be there. Uh, I hope he's there. Um, you know, I think they should have extend. I've seen they're only suiting up like 43 or 44 guys this year. Yeah, I would have went with 50 because you know that fatigue and injuries are going to set in at some point. Right, we've seen what happened in the NBA with the shortened season. Guys haven't taken a hit. You can't train for football. You can run as much as you want to run. You can do as much you want to do. You don't tackle at practice. You don't do anything that's physical, really. So when guys start taking these hits and their bodies start shutting down, but now they have to be on more special teams, they have to do more, it's going to affect everything. Yeah. Well, from one of the viewers, Michael Morin, Watching on uh, Facebook says, if the Riders have a good season defensively, do you think Jason Shivers will become a hot name in the head coach carousel? He should. He, he is an outstanding coach. We, we've both seen it from the inside. Great coach. But yeah. if you look at, I, I watched something on the Chargers the other day. If you look at coaches now, it's more about relatability to the players. Oh, yeah. Being a head coach now has turned into being a baseball manager. You get an offensive guy you can trust, defensive guy you can trust. But now, how are you relating to your players? Are they buying into what you're selling, and how are they on a day-to-day basis? You look at Mike O'Shea, great guy, right? He's built that organization up, right? They were looking to fire him when he hired Paul Police. said, why would you hire your replacement? Because he, he wasn't if he, threatened. If he does what he's supposed to do, then I will not need to be replaced, and he wasn't, right? You look at Dave Dickinson. You look at um, – all these coaches, Rick Campbell, I mean, Craig Dickinson, like all these coaches, Orlando Steinhauer is one of the greatest people you can ever meet in life. Of course. Right? So we have all these coaches, and you look across the league right now, all the coaches are, are relatable. Kahari Jones, 
relatable. Still a player, basically. Right? So, <laughs> the way that I've been around him and seen it. I mean, these players are, love that. These are some of the things that players now buy into is relatability. You can't come in and just be old school and be hard on people. You have to work that relationship, massage it a little bit, and then when you build it, you can start to be tougher. You can't just come in the door and do that anymore. I love having this discussion with you because James in Borden, Manitoba, bomber fan writes in and says, you have to baby these millennials. You could call it that, but what Nick's saying is you need to relate to them. Is that babying them? Maybe. You yeah. need to find a way to get him to play. Because you talk about old school. Wally could play it whatever way you want, right? He could relate to anybody. Yes. That's what makes him the winningest coach of all time. Although, as he will say, because I've said to him, Wally, what made you the winningest coach of all time? You know what he said? Great players. That's it. <laughs> Always deflecting the credit, right? He's That's like, nothing it. I did. But as a coach, you, you want to deflect it to your players. They're the ones that's putting in the work. You yes. just try to put them in the best position possible to help them get a little better every day. Um, somebody like Ryan Dinwiddie, man, I just think it's so relatable. Look what he's done with Bo, um, the different things that he's done with Arbuckle. I mean, he got Arbuckle ready to play on a week-to-week basis when Bo was out. And, and they didn't one. miss a beat. And one, yeah. <laughs> right? So you, you look at that and you're just like, man, this is, this is what football's come to. It's not babying people. I mean, we always want people to be what we were. Right? I played in both eras. I played in the era with uh, some of these tough guys, Sigour Mobley and Ooh. A.J. Gass and, you know, Mike O'Shea's and, and people like that that go out there, throw helmets, um, spit on you, do whatever they need to do to <laughs> – to get the edge in the game, but then I played in the air, you know, around 2013, 2014 with a lot of the newer guys where the it's more finesse, right? It's not a bad thing. I, I just think that, you know, players are more into them now. and Themselves. Yeah, oh. and you just got to massage it, right? You got to massage it. I, I've been there. I coached my guys, and, uh, you know, we, we did great. Yeah, they don't like criticism. Less than ever. <laughs> they never really did, but now it's, yeah. Because they've never been criticized their whole life. I mean, I showed, why. Up to, I showed up to a coaching meeting one time with my guys, early meeting, and all we did was watch their highlight films. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is who you are. I want everybody in the room to see who you are. And I want that to be the guy that you are on a day-to-day basis. Right? I had a guy... I had a guy in the league text me and say, I'm having a problem with one of the players. He doesn't like what I said about his play in camp. He said, what should I say? I said, tell him to play better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it. it just, yeah. Frank in Toronto writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line and says, uh, this will be a low-scoring game tonight. He's talking about the Bombers and the Ticats. He says, no exhibition games, no contact for two years. I hope no serious injuries. And there's that too. It's 11-11, by the way. Make, Make a wish <laughs> <laughs> that there will be no injuries tonight. <clears throat> a prayer might be of, in line. From Metal Shingle Guy, writing on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, big win for Simone and the Ticats. Chuck and Duck Zach. No Harris. Could be a problem. Eat them raw. What a delicious matchup tonight, the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. How do you honestly make any odds on this? How do you make any predictions on this? When we have, there are so many 
unknowns. Well, actually, one of the viewers said, it was Jeff, the Stamps fan, wrote in and he said, he's not letting you out of here or me today without some predictions for the standings. And I'm normally, I'm the first guy to make those. For some reason, something's guiding me not to make my predictions. I don't really want to. Yeah. You have no idea how this is going to unfold. Do you? I'm looking forward to the top 10 list of guys we don't know about that's going to become great players in this league this year. Right? You see Avante Diggs get cut in Edmonton. There's got to be somebody there. Right? (laughs) Right. You see some of these things happen. And there's so much turnover on teams. And we look at Ottawa. Like, okay, we, we know they made some changes and we know they brought in some people. There's got to be somebody there that's like, I get my opportunity to, to go out and make a name for myself. So that's what I'm most excited to look forward to is who am I going to get to learn about and get to know about through the course of these first few weeks of the season? Michael Wynn says, watch out for Brad Oliveira. He's a beast. John in Winnipeg says Nick needs his own show on TSN. Nick and the players. How about Nick has his own show on AO Sports? How about that? I do. Why do we keep talking that? about TSN all the time? It's the first down factory. It'll be coming soon. So. Nice. Yeah. Is it, you got to get your head out of that. The old way of thinking. Yes. Cine Girls watching in Pittsburgh. And she says, thanks again for another fantastic show, Rod. Have a great evening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We had a lot of time. Where are you going? We got a lot of time left in this show. Yeah. And, and just say about Oliveira, Brady Oliveira. So when I was rating running backs coming out two years ago or for the 2019 season, he was my number one running back coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Right. That guy is an animal. So I uh, definitely look forward to seeing him. He got hurt on kickoff uh, return um, his rookie season. So Brady's going to be a, a great running back in this league. Um, he's very physical. He runs downhill. Uh, a little bit, a couple things that Andrew Harris isn't. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And that'll be a nice one-two punch for, for the Bombers. By the way, I love that the odds makers have Hamilton picked to win. Uh, a lot of our viewers have because I think – somebody informed Zach Caleros of that, okay? Because I got to know Zach real well in his two years here, and I love the dude. That's the kind of stuff that keeps him going, Right. The fuel, the chip on his shoe. He's got a chip. It's a friggin' two-by-six off his shoulder, not a chip. That is Zach. And he's got two years to get healthy, right? You talked about his four-game run at the end of 2019, and which Zach are we going to see? Let's say that Zach's going to lose tonight, and Zach's not going to finish, see the end of August. Let's... (laughs) That's what gets him going. Yeah. Big time. Like, I'm critical of players, but it's a respectful critical. I'm not going to come on here and say somebody sucks. Yeah. Right? I'm a respectful critical about the actual analyzation of what I see from each player and what they've told me over their, over their career and their gameplay. Right? So I feel like I have the ability to, to do that with a non-bias, but I want every player to go out and play well. Like, I just want to see the best games possible. I want to see, like I always say, I talk to kids about the measuring stick. Who's the best? Go be that. Yeah. Well, You can speak on that, though, because you've been on the field and you're going to the Hall of Fame. General Imlerith watching on YouTube says, don't count out Masoli, Rod. I'm not counting him out, but everybody's got the Ticats going in there, and it just sounds like 
They're going to have their way with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That's what everybody's saying. So I'm taking the Bombers' side. And let's be honest with you, Winnipeg has been unbelievable to this show. The city of Winnipeg, our viewership there is incredibly strong. And the, I just heard from the Bombers yesterday with some very nice words. So whatever. I guess somebody's got to cheer for Winnipeg on this show. <laughs> but you know, uh, Rod, he's got a lot of pressure too. Nick? No. Or uh, Zach? No, Jeremiah Masoli. Oh, because Everybody's when you got when you have your when you have a legitimate guy standing right here beside you every day yeah. that could take your position the next play, you're now playing not to make enough mistakes to keep your job, and you're not really playing to win the game. That's going to be a very dynamic choice of what happens, and we'll see early tonight. How does he play? Is he playing safe? Or is he going out to make plays? Is he throwing the ball down the field? Is he doing the things to make the plays yeah, to win the game? That's a good point. Because now his pressure comes from Dane Evans, right? Who's, who's got his helmet in his hand the whole game. And ready to go. And ready to go. He might <laughs> well, even be wearing it the whole game. <laughs> uh, and but Jeremiah Masoli's not taking anybody by surprise anymore either. Nope. Um, so that well, it's another thing to watch. Tonight. By the way, Arlen Bruce III's watching. He says, shout out future Hall of Famer, number 82, Nick Lewis. And he says, bombers by eight. And that's saying something from Spider-Man because he's played for both teams. Yes, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you never heard of BOK water, you need to hit up Arlen Bruce. That is some tremendous water uh, with fulvic acid, so hit that up. Shout out Arlen Bruce, man. That's, he is. Uh, he saved the day in Vegas. Speaking of Hall of Famers, yeah. Arlen Bruce is one. Okay. Should be one. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Number 97, Doug Brown, joins us next as we talk CFL football on opening day. Bombers and Ticats tonight, and he'll be in the booth. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across all of Manitoba on Bell MTS Cable. Live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. There we go. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. The RP Show continues. Game day, season opener. In the Canadian Football League, it's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers home to the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight at IG Field. Got the Hall of Famer Nick Lewis in the bunker from AO Sports. He's going to be with us for a while. We'll see Moose DuPont a little later on. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who wins tonight, Ticats or Bombers? And they, Ticats, people thinking, well, 60% thinking they're going to roll. I just... Put it on Twitter so you can vote on Twitter as well. Again, for Capital Automall, Capital Ford in Winnipeg, and at Universal Collision Center. Let's bring in Doug Brown. He's been very patiently sitting with us for a while, and I can only imagine, Doug, that CJOB picked up your exorbitant contract for 2021, and you'll be back in the booth tonight, I hope. Yeah, you bet your brother. All right. Well, I can't wait to listen. It seems like I always pick you guys up on satellite radio, you and Knuckles, and uh, kudos on, on being back for another year. You're probably getting it all week, Doug. What are you expecting tonight in the game? Well, I think both teams, we're talking about two compromised rosters, right? So a lot of key players on, on both sides of the football are not going to be available for the, the game. 
Uh, most importantly for Winnipeg, I think, is the fact that obviously Andrew Harris won't be playing, and he's really the stir that's uh, he's the straw that stirs the drink for that Winnipeg offense. Everything goes through him. Uh, you want to talk about the running game. You want to talk about the passing game. You want to talk about yards from scrimmage. You want to talk about total touches of uh, the football offensively. You know, you're coming up Andrew Harris across the board. So I think we're going to see um, almost a three-pronged attempt to uh, cover up with that. Uh, having uh, Oliveira, obviously, in the backfield and Johnny Augustine and maybe even some Nick Dembski back there as well. Uh, hopefully those three combined can do the kind of things that uh, we expect from Andrew Harris uh, that we got used to from Andrew Harris on a weekly basis. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be about uh, it's going to be a game about which team, uh, you know, can still dictate and uh, execute their game plan in spite of the fact that they're both uh, missing so many key performers. You know, I got a question for you, Doug, and Nick's obviously got a few, too. But one is Buck Pierce. You played with him. Um what do you think his his tastes are going to be on this offensive playbook compared to Lapo? Because I love what Lapo did. Man, he's the Swiss Army knife, right? He'll make everything work. He did it all the way to the Grey Cup. What's Buck's traits, do you think, in this offense? What's he like to do? You know, I think anytime you get a, a new offensive coordinator, I think you're going to see some of his personality come through in that play calling and that uh, play design. So I think we're going to see a lot of what Paul Lapolis taught him. And I love the fact that Buck Pierce did not rush into an offensive coordinator position just because it was available to him. He took his time. He studied under, you know, one of the greatest uh, offensive football minds in the CFL in Paul LaPolice. So I think we're going to see a lot of that same structure, but uh, you know, Buck Pierce's personality, he's, he was a gunslinger. He was fearless out there as a quarterback. So I think you're going to see a more aggressive version of that uh, Lapo offense. I think he's going to take more shots downfield. I think he's going to, lay it all out on the line, which is kind of the style of, of football that Buck Pierce used to play, right? He was never, uh, he would never shy away from uh, putting it all on the line for his teammates. So uh, I expect he'll have uh, his offensive group with that similar mindset, you know, uh, that collective unselfishness that uh, Buck Pierce really uh, embodies. And I, I think the offense is going to take some shots and uh, I think uh, they're going to be uh, a very well-balanced, multi-dimensional uh, attacking force. So we're pretty excited to see him uh, un- unveil his uh, offensive uh, workings for the first time here. Long time coming, that's for sure. I'm a fan of Johnny Augustine. He reminds me of Andre Dury. Hmm. Can you just talk to the people more about who this is? Because I don't, I don't think, in, unless you're a Bomber fan, you might know because you've seen spurts, but the league should be knowing who Johnny Augustine is as a running back. Yeah, I sure hope they do. Um, I I imagine we're going to see a lot of him tonight platooning in and out with, with Brady and uh, Augustine. I I like the style of running back that he is. He's a real upright kind of runner. Um, He's explosive. Uh, He's got that full package where he's not just a North South guy, right? He can make people miss, but he can also run with power. He's got a good second gear. He can accelerate through the hole. So I like Johnny Augustine. Uh, I I think there's aspects of his game he needs to pick up, but I I think he's been learning and under the tutelage of one of the best, obviously, in Andrew Harris. So you want to learn about what becoming a complete back is. Uh, He's been been, uh, practicing with one of the masters in that, right? It's, It's all about what your responsibilities are when you're not getting the ball as much as it is, is what you're doing when it is your opportunity to be productive and shine. And uh, I agree with you. Um, I, I think Johnny Augustine is, is a player people are going to 
come to know as uh, the season goes forward. I think his role is going to increase with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And I think he's uh, he's got a lot of potential. I think he's a fantastic. We saw him in spurts, obviously, in 2019. And uh, i just uh, very impressed by what he's able to put on the, on the football field. And hard shoes to step into, obviously, when Andrew Harris gets hurt. But Johnny Augustine, uh, you know, he, uh, he turns some heads uh, when he's gotten his opportunities uh, to play for this football team. Hall of Famer uh, Doug Brown with us from Winnipeg in advance of the Ticats and the Blue Bombers tonight. Doug, I'd love to get your take on the injuries across the Canadian Football League and training camp. Your uh, camp was was right affected. Mercy Maston with a blown Achilles. Uh, five of them in Saskatchewan. Calgary had theirs with Charlie Power. Not to mention the ones that we haven't really heard about. Surprised or not surprised how this has gone down? And what do you expect moving into the regular season? You know, that's that's a great question. Uh, you like to say you're surprised by it, but I mean, I'm obviously surprised by what happened in Saskatchewan. I, I've never even heard of something like that before with the Achilles injuries and happening in succession like that, but it's uh, that much time off, right? I mean, and the interesting thing too, uh, players, uh, and obviously Mr. Lewis can attest to this, uh, as you get older, uh, you got to stay on top of everything, right? You can't you can't afford to, to miss a season per se. And obviously no one had that choice in the CFL with what happened in 2020. But in terms of your training, I mean, I saw uh, several approaches uh, for, for what guys did in all their downtime. And some guys I know like Adam Big Hill just kept going. And I think that was the best mentality and that was the best approach. And he's been uh, going like gangbusters through, through training camp in Winnipeg. And uh, I just feel like, you know, some older guys, potentially, if you had that, uh, that stoppage of, uh, you know, uh, football-related activities and training and conditioning and, and weightlifting, and then you jump back into it, you, your body just doesn't respond. I, I know as I got older, your downtime after the end of the season got shorter and shorter and shorter because you had to stay on top of everything. Otherwise, you know, you just... Uh, you turn to pudding, I think, as uh, as a player, uh, as you get older, things just don't respond or, or rebound like they used to. And unfortunately, it's just been uh, an epidemic across the CFL in terms of guys getting back in and uh, their bodies letting know, letting them know that the ramp up time was was not adequate or they weren't doing enough going into the season. That's unfortunate. I mean, guys were they didn't know the season. I mean, three months ago, right? We we still didn't know if their season was going to happen. So they're working. They're like, we're trained, but we're probably not training the three, four months like we're actually going back to play because I think not until the middle of June was it actually official that they were going to come back and play. So that could really affect uh, their their training. And, you know, it's a big difference from training in the gym to training for a football season, uh, especially a professional. Especially what happened in 2020 as well, right? They had that anticipation. Guys thought – you know, there hasn't not been a CFL season. So uh, the lead up in 2020 was was the same, similar to what we saw in 2021. You know, okay, it's going to be shortened. It's going to be condensed. Guys were obviously probably still training. And I don't know if this is a, a fool me once, fool me twice kind of scenario where the players are like, oh, in 2021, hey, we heard this before. We heard this last year. Uh, and I don't know if the, how many were convinced that this was actually going to come to fruition. Obviously, 
uh, a lot of what we saw in, in uh, this year in the buildup to this season was similar to what we saw in 2020 when everyone was expecting there was going to be a CFL football season. So it is hard to really blame the players for not being you know, adequately uh, prepared and, and physically more durable just because uh, I'm sure there was some disbelief uh, whether this was going to all come together this year or not. And uh, we're seeing that reflected in the injuries, catastrophic injuries that has happened uh, across across the country. I got two last questions for you, uh, Mr. Brown. And one is about Zach Caleros. You saw us talking about, uh, well, me anyways, my affection for him as a person and as a quarterback. Uh, what are you hearing out of how he's looked in training camp? What, what do you think his demeanor is going into this season? Seems like he's always trying to prove people wrong. He's got the hair flowing. To get the flow, I haven't seen that. Seems like he's always got to prove people wrong, right? Yeah, his great hair this year, that's for sure, without question. Um, you know, and that's a very good point, Rod. And you have to wonder, uh, you know, he obviously, that was a big incentive for him, a big motivator, I think, for him in 2019, what he was able to do when he came to this football team, go undefeated. He won all four games and for the you know, hardest places to play football games. Uh, He was a road warrior, right? And he had that mentality that, you know, people were like, this is a last ditch attempt for the Bombers to salvage their season. Uh, Nobody thought he could come in and lead this football team to a championship. So obviously I don't think he has that chip on his shoulder anymore. It'll be interesting (laughs) to see uh, some guys have a knack about resurrecting things or inventing things or imagining things, some sort of uh, disrespect. Um, maybe he'll look at the top 50 players uh, that, that TSN put out and, and take uh, take a little bit of an insult uh, to that. But I think uh, I think he's going to be much more comfortable, though. I, while he doesn't have that same chip on his shoulder, I wouldn't imagine. Uh, I think you always have something to prove. And, and uh, like I say, guys can come up with the best of reasons as, as to why they go out there and, and ply their trade. But I think we're going to see a more comfortable, more relaxed uh, quarterback out there. And as long as they have that balanced attack, you know, I don't want to see them dropping back and throwing 50 balls. You know, I'd like to see the the split of the run game being multidimensional, giving them that coverage of having a play action game. I think he needs all these things. I think that's why he was so good when he came to Winnipeg. It was the strength of that offensive line. It was the strength of their running game. It was the strength of their play action attack. That really helped him out. He didn't have to take this team on his shoulders and win games. And as long as that scenario doesn't manifest itself in Winnipeg, I think you know he can be successful again this season as well in a 14-game schedule. Uh, TB12, Tom Edward Brady, the best at manufacturing a chip right here. And it seems to have worked. <laughs> right? He's the best. I would say he's the best yeah. at doing it. Yeah. And, and, hey, Nick said that you two used to have fun jaw-jacking each other. What do you remember? Because you're obviously on the field at the same time, Winnipeg, Calgary. What do you, anything stand out to you, Doug? I mean, it's not often you can, there's not a lot of interaction between, uh, uh, you know, slots and uh, defensive tackles, but I'm sure, you know, he he was a very physical guy, right? Very physical player. So uh, I was very uh, aware of what he was doing to defensive ends on film, watching them cracking down on guys, blowing up guys. I mean, uh, one of the most physical receivers to ever play the game in the Canadian Football League. Just uh, unbelievable presence out there. That was this thing, you know, to be a, a special player like he was, you got to do something different. And uh, his different was his physicality, right? So I'm sure we, uh, I can't remember anything specific, but I'm definitely sure we jawed back and forth, you know, about uh, 
I'm sure I invited him to come down in the middle of the the defensive line at some point <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he said uh, he would love to and or insert a wham block here or there so uh, it's like I said it's not often you can get a nose tackle and a receiver uh, uh, John at each other back and forth but I had the utmost respect for him and his game because he wasn't afraid to get his uh, his nose dirty and stick uh, get involved in anything come in between the in the the trenches where things get pretty nasty. So he was just fearless out there. So that was, uh, that was always real fun with him. Two guys with their rightful place in the Canadian football hall of fame. Yeah. In a helmet, I could never look Doug in the face. Cause I don't have a neck. <laughs> you look at him in the belly button. I, I didn't have a neck. So with my helmet on, I couldn't really get all the way up there. So any trash talk, I had to do it from kind of far back so I could see him in the it. face. That's so fantastic. All right, great. Doug. Hey, listen, I will be listening tonight as any, as always, what is it? Recycle everywhere, Blue Bombers football. I'm looking forward to it tonight, and uh, good luck with the season, man. Thanks for the time. Hey, thanks for having us on. Should be a fantastic year, and I'm just excited to get back at it. Awesome, good to see you. Have a great Blue Bombers, great Doug Brown joining us from Winnipeg. By the way, attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth-generation brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com. For 20% off and free shipping with the promo code RP20. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code RP20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. We'll be right back. I think with Nick Lewis, if he's still comfortable enough to stick around. Let's do it. Sports update coming up. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. We got a couple items of breaking news as I jump right into a sports update here. The New Jersey Devils have signed winger Thomas Tatar to a two-year, $9 million deal the club announced this morning. The guy they call Tuna Tatar, age 30, played 50 games this past season with the Montreal Canadiens, scored 10 goals and had 20 helpers. Tatar was acquired by the Canadians from Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, along with Nick Suzuki as part of that package that sent Max Pacioretty to Vegas. Also, this from 3downnation.com. The Toronto Argonauts have named Macbeth their starting quarterback for Saturday's game at the Calgary Stampeders. McLeod Bethel-Thompson will get the start over Nick Fatty Arbuckle at McMahon Stadium. So we'll talk about that. A gold medal and Olympic record for Damian Warner. The London, Ontario product became the first Canadian to capture a gold medal in the decathlon. 
The 2016 bronze medal winner accumulated a record 9,018 points. The Canadian women's soccer team will chase gold when it faces Sweden Friday morning now. Canada will make its first ever appearance in the women's soccer final. The contest was originally to be played Thursday night, but was pushed back amid player health and safety concerns as temperatures have hovered in the mid-30s all week. Do you want to hand that to me? Would you mind? What timing? Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Somebody was asking me the other day, they're like, what's up with G2G protein bars? You want to take a box home with you, Nick? Are you big on protein bars? Oh, yeah, those are awesome. They're unreal. They are amazing. Shout out Ben Cahoon. Yeah, shout out Ben Cahoon. I'll just see him right here. Thanks, Rocco. (laughs) They're not going anywhere. Right-hander Ross Stripling goes to the mound when the Blue Jays complete their home series with Cleveland tonight. After dropping the opener, the Blue Jays have won two straight versus Cleveland. Righty Tristan McKenzie gets the start for the visitors. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for... Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha. My favorite's the Almond Coconut. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. Okay, back to the matter at hand, Nick. We were both a little surprised to see Macbeth getting the nod. Now, they've been through a training camp here for the last month. Their head coach is a quarterback, as is their OC. They know what they're doing. I'm a little. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little. I'm very surprised. I mean, I know you got Jarius Jackson as the OC, and I know you have Dinwiddie as the head coach. Dinwiddie brought in Arbuckle from Ottawa. That's right. Previously having him in Calgary. That's amazing. Either I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know if it's Reeds, but I mean, McLeod Bethel Thompson. He's not a scrout. Like he's not a slouch. He can go and sling yeah. the ball around the field all day. Uh, he just makes that one or two decisions. That's like no. But very surprising that Arbuckle isn't a day one starter, especially going back to Calgary. Arbuckle versus Bo, all these different things. So uh, one, it lets you know Toronto doesn't matter what your salary is, doesn't matter uh, where you were slated. Uh, they're looking to win. Uh, well, maybe Arbuckle's not healthy. Have we thought about that? That could be it, too. He's battled some things in training camp. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I guess Dinwiddie felt it better to feed Macbeth to the Sharks at McMahon. No, they're starting the guy that they feel will give them the best chance to win. Oh, yeah. Always, right? There are no throwaway games in pro football. There aren't. But this is a, this is a surprise to and a lot of people. I know, I know Ron Dinwiddie very, very well. He is not going into McMahon. Thinking, giving up anything. <laughs> yeah. He's going in to win. And um, the, the roster that John Murphy and Pinball have assembled, they're going in to win every game this year. Now, it's going to take time, but if they get there, they'll be tough. Uh, another from Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, here's a question for Rod or Nick. Are there any significant rule changes for 2021 we, we may have overlooked or forgotten for me, they're off-field roster things. You can only dress two quarterbacks now. That's one. Uh, the practice rosters are 15 players versus 16, 16 versus yeah. 10. Yeah. And, but not as far as the on-field play. Yeah, on-field play, I think everything's pretty much the same. So 
Uh, just looking forward to seeing the, the guys back on the field. I think it's going to be exciting. Hopefully we see some kind of trick or gadget play tonight that's, that's very Canadian football-esque. That's the O'Shea M.O., Yeah, as you know. Uh, tonight, TSN, did I write it down? Kickoff time. What is it? It's got to be 630 Mountain. I'll check on it here. Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, what is your t- read on the Riders-Lions game before I let you go? Oh, man, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, it comes down to those fronts. Both, I think both offensive lines are going to struggle a little bit. Uh, but if it comes down to who's got a better defensive line, it's going to be Saskatchewan. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of great things about Garrett Marino. And, you know, having him next to Micah Johnson is going to be something beautiful to see. Um, and I always say if you want a good linebacker, get two great D tackles. They lost Cam Judge. They lost um, Solly. Yeah. This is going to help their linebackers out a lot to be able to flow to the ball by having those two up front in front of them. Going to be a fun game. Yeah, it, it is 6.30 Mountain, 8.30 Eastern tonight, Hamilton at Winnipeg. And, Nick, before I let you go, can you just tell our viewers about AO Sports? Because what you're doing is very impressive. They need to, they need to perk up and pay attention to what's going on because you're very close to launch now. Yeah, we're very close to launch. I seen somebody earlier say they want me to be on a national uh, cable show. Well, guess what? Uh, we're not national. We're global. Uh, we have partners in five different countries. Uh, we have athletes from seven different countries. Uh, we have two of the top ten racquetball players in the world, uh, international rugby, soccer players, NFL Hall of Famers, uh, CFL Hall of Famers. We have so many different aspects that's coming to this platform. You, know, you always say you want to hear the truth from athletes uh you want to hear it without somebody above them being able to dictate what they're saying or getting mad about what they say well uh on ao sports the athletes will own their own content so they will have carte blanche to to be as blunt as they want to be and they're going to provide their shows whether it's a vlog a documentary a reality show we'll have our own nfl game day shows our own cfl weekly shows i'm excited about luke mullender coming and, and yeah. bringing some more uh, SAS rider stuff uh, to the platform as well. So there's going to be so many different dynamics. And just for $7 a month, you're going to get access to everything. Uh, but one of the most important parts to me is uh, AO Evolve, which is the evolution of everyone. And we want to add in uh, mental health training courses and, and uh, nutrition, um, also with professional development uh, and sports specific training. So you're going to learn how to do learn skills from the top athletes and fitness trainers around the world. So I'm really looking forward to see what we're going to do on a global stage. Um, shout out UFFS, uh, Punch Boxing, Pixel Bird with Terrence Bud Crawford. Uh, I know he's getting ready for his next fight, so I'm really excited about that. This is the CFL receiving king, Nick Lewis. And as he said, he can tweet tonight and he can't be fined by the commissioner. That's it. So give him a follow on Twitter at Nick, N-I-K-E-L-18. And AO Sports as well. Okay, Nick, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Have Uh, a great one. The Moose will be in for overtime for the Four Seasons Sports Palace right after this. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It is overtime. And the uh, program, as always, is brought to you in the hour two by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. And I did not get to, despite the viewers' request, Moose, predictions. If you really want them that bad, go back to rodpeterson.com. It was the week of New Year's that I made predictions for the CFL West and the CFL East. A lot of things have changed. But if you really need them that bad, you can't live without them, go look. But I think tomorrow, which you're going to have another quiet day tomorrow. I know. You like this, don't you? I don't hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you who the guests will be tomorrow in a moment. David in uh, Winnipeg. David Ice says, big kudos to Rod and Darren for keeping the CFL alive and current for the last 620 days. I, for one, very grateful to the RP show. That's the entire crew around here, of course. Yes. Uh, It is a team thing. You see us, but it is a team effort. Jennifer at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and the Four Seasons brings you over time. Your home for the UFC. Big fight Saturday night, right? Yeah. And at the Seattle Kraken. Alan Jennifer's excited. Yeah, that's his thing. Alan, oh, the yeah. intern. He gets all giddy. Jennifer says, well, off to whip the kids on the tube. Excited to watch some CFL. Tie cats by three. Enjoy your day, everyone. Thank you, Jennifer, for checking in. You got to love those oh, yeah. daily uh, P1s. That's right. What are you thinking for tonight's football game? Oh, man. Three and a half spread. Hamilton. For Hamilton, yeah. I like it, actually. Um, I think they, they cover the spread. I think they do. I think Hamilton covers the spread. Wins by six. Wow. Yeah. Based on the injuries? The injuries, Jeremiah Masoli. He'll be the X factor. I think Jeremiah Masoli will throw for 400 yards tonight. How about mm-hmm. that? I have a feeling that he's just going to have a game. He was the MVP before he got hurt. He's been gone a long time. Much more than 600 days. Um, I think Jeremiah Masoli is going to have a game tonight. I really do. Holy Masoli. Holy moly. I think Galera saw the game too, but. Yeah, everybody just keep dumping on Zach. That's what he loves. Oh, I know. The chip, right? He's so good at that. Shoves it down people's throats. Well, he is. And now that I said that, can I change my pick? No, (laughs) I won't. I won't. Here's what you want. And this wouldn't surprise anybody, I don't think. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who wins tonight in the CFL season opener? And now on Twitter, 51% say the reigning Great Cup champions, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and on Facebook, Moose, fairly close to Cats, yeah, 59%. And uh, our content creator, Nelson's following those odds on Come On really, really closely. And now it's Hamilton by two and a half. They were listening to you. So it's gotten even closer. Hamilton, two and a half. I'll still take them to cover that. Even more so now when you give them an extra point, give uh, Winnipeg an extra point. So Interesting comment from our dude, Glenn Erickson, watching in Medicine Hat. He says, really cool roster of CFL personalities on today's show. The owners used to supply at least some personality, but not anymore, it seems. Glad the likes of Lewis, Brown, and Sanchez are banging the drum. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. And what a, what a bunch of great personalities right there. 
Nick Lewis, Doug Brown, and Davis Sanchez. And I guess like Doug Brown looks like a teacher now. I know, right? I look when he came on the screen because I'm watching the show in my office. That's what I was enjoying doing. And I looked. I'm like, who is this on the screen? And then you introduced him, and I'm like, wait a second. Doesn't look like the like the guy who played in the CFL. You know, like, well, and, and stand next to him, by the way, six foot seven. Right. Um, but that's the thing. All of us didn't really like each other very much. And now, like 10, 15 years ago, right? And now we're all coming together and talking ball and it's fun and throwing the odd controversial thing out. Um, Ryan McCarthy is watching in Saratoga, New York. He says, Hamilton has had this game marked on their calendar for months. I wouldn't bet against them. Well, most aren't. <laughs> They're saying that Hamilton's favored to win tonight. That just makes it that much more spicy. Craig Smith, our director of scouting. Smitty, who's worked for both teams. Ticats and Bombers says, so many interesting things tonight. The right side of the Hamilton offensive line is real young. Let's just get through week one. We can't make any predictions. You know that, right? Yeah. We can't make any informed opinions and predictions based on this. I might not make my predictions until next week. You know why I can do that? Because it's the Rod Peterson show. I what, like do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm okay with the that. The one viewer wrote in and said that you really look like Jason Sudeikis. We're like, yeah, never heard that one before. Come on, catch up. You've yeah. been here since day one. Tomorrow in studio, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, Andrew Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, Julio Caravada, BC Lions color man and former CFL quarterback and punter, and Farhan Lalji from. TSN. That's all tomorrow. We'll see you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.